What up, podcast people? This is your boys, the Overtime Pod, and we're here with episode 11. And today, we got some topics, you know, it has been kind of slow in the NBA over the last week, you know, just the basketball world in general. Other than, like, college basketball, you know, basketball been kind of slow. But uh, how y'all been? Everybody ready? Yeah. Yes, sir. Sir, you know, been good, you know, getting that bread. That's a fact. That's a fact. I still hate your profile picture, J Smooth. Ah, uh, don't worry about it, bro. Beyond disrespectful. You know the crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So the first topic that we got today is the subject, the discussion that a lot of people have been talking about, talking about. Excuse me. Ever since the injury to their second star and Clay Thompson, and that is the Golden State Warriors. And I just want to ask y'all, do y'all think the dynasty is over, like, officially? It's done? Are you, are you asking, like, are they ever going to win another championship? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I would assume, yeah, because for it to continue, they'd have to win a title. Uh, I, I would say, yeah. Damn. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility for them to win the championship, but, like, Clay coming off surgery on each of his legs, like, and then um, you have Wiggins, so you don't know what he's going to be. And you only have Kelly Oubre for a year. So it's like, how much better can this team get? They can extend Oubre, though. So, like, it's not surprising. I, I agree, though. Yeah, like, with especially with Clay now with a torn Achilles and with a torn ACL coming back from a torn ACL, it's just kind of hard to see, like, how this team can win a championship again. Unless Curry can elevate a lot of his teammates, which he has before. It's just like this team is nowhere near it was like four or five years ago when it comes to the bench or depth. So, yeah. I mean, that. What are you saying, Jason? No, you, you can go. Uh, I was just going to say, like, it kind of is sad, you know, because we, I think we all expected them to at least be contenders this year. And, yeah, I did too. Yeah. No, and like you didn't think they were contenders. Did no, J Smooth. I mean, I hate her, bro. Okay, no, oh, no, 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 no. Listen to me, okay. Even before Clay got hurt, um, first off, CP3 mood was was made. The West, <laughs> the oh, West. God. Honestly, you look at the West, bro. Um, the West as a whole, as a total gotten has gotten so much better throughout the years to the point where there's 10 teams you can honestly say those 10 teams couldn't make the playoffs right the 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 warriors in my eyes i'm not sure about that and like curry i do believe he is a great leader but one thing that has been ignored throughout the fact of his leading is his ability to stay healthy i don't think if if you're if you're putting the ball in his hands more in letting him do stuff more, right? Um, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna be as. I, I don't. I think there's a higher risk that he gets hurt. Not just that, but also Draymond declining offensively, becoming basically a liability besides his playmaking. It's like, like, what are they gonna do? You know, they don't have. They don't have a, a Kevin Durant like player to help fix those problems. Like you know, or help carry the load while Steph Curry is out, you know? So it's just like, bro, what you talking about? <laughs> but, but you're also forgetting that, like, 
I'll take a season as example, right? I'll take a 2013 year. Yeah. 2013, Steph was ball dominant as hell. Mm-hmm. And not only was he ball dominant, Draymond wasn't even Draymond yet. Draymond was playing the small forward at that time, which is just ridiculous to even think of. Mm-hmm. And not only was he playing small forward, but Clay was the sophomore. So his defense wasn't even, you know, what it is today. Mm-hmm. And and uh, they had Jared Jack as one of their uh, backup point guards. And I think he even ended up starting at a point in time during the season. They had injuries all across the fucking board. Harrison Barnes was a rookie. Let's not forget that. Andrew Bogut only played like 30 games. Festus Azili was starting at center for them. Come on now. And Curry didn't yeah, get hurt. The West, the West is tougher now. The West is I mean, tough back then. And especially I, nowadays. Like the West back was then. still tough. The West Look, was back still then. tough back then, bro. The West yeah, was, was still tough. real tough. I'm, I'm not yeah, going to Back then, they the weren't, they weren't targeting Curry like they're going to be targeting Curry now. Like, can, can Curry handle getting double-teamed like Harden? Every play, he was getting double teamed that year too. He's always been getting double teamed. Okay, no, no, no. Yeah, but can he withstand it, bro? Like he was, he was not getting double teamed. I'm not saying he had. I'm not saying he had the attention that he has now. Yeah, but like Curry's always been great when it comes to passing out of doubles. That's really my point. Like even back then, he was still great at passing out of doubles and finding the open man. Because like even though Curry may not get the assist, like the the direct assist. A lot of the reason that Draymond be getting his assist is due to the attention that Steph gives him. Putting or him in two one situation. Steph gives, yeah. Draymond overrated playmaker. He is an overrated playmaker. People Thank sit there and act you. like people yeah, sit know, there. Right. People sit there and act like this guy is a uh, uh, Mark Gasol or some shit. Like no, he he's not. And Gasol, I know Gasol don't even average the assist that Draymond does, but Gasol is a far better passer and playmaker in my opinion because. He's more of a threat offensively to the point that you got to play up on him and he can actually make plays for others. Like, not sitting there saying Draymond can't, but, you know, we all know Draymond's very limited on offense, so the defense doesn't really show him respect like that. But but let's talk about something else, right? I know you brought up the 2013 season, right? But and I'm not trying to say the 2013 season is going to be the same as, like, other years. That's, that's not what I'm saying. I just wanted to reference mm-hmm. that because you said he was ball dominant. Type I'm not even like he's not even gonna be that, but he's gonna have more of a load. And I think Curry's body, especially for because like in, in 2017, 18, he played 51 games. 20, uh, 2018, 19, he played 69 games. Like you know, like he was he was missing games. And I think now, if he misses any games, they're most likely gonna lose because it's just like like he's the engine to their offense basically. And you don't have a guy like Durant that you know, like I said, when when he's out. Like who's gonna be creating the shots? Nobody, mm. bro. Like they're just gonna have to rely on where it's offense. And yes, ball movement is amazing, right? Ball movement can lead to a lot, but when you don't have somebody with the gravity of Steph Curry, it kind of makes you know stuff harder for the Warriors, as we saw this year. You know, like they were really bad because they didn't have somebody like Steph on offense. You know, so it's like, what can they do? Hmm. I mean, then how good do y'all think Ubre and Wiggins are going to be? Because they're going to be huge factors for them. They'll get better. I mean, but I... Oh, go ahead. Oh, you got it. You got it. I said I was going to say like both Ubre and Wiggins they'll get better because with I I believe um I mean Draymond's like a very vocal leader on that team. He's going to get players involved and like make sure they're uh in check, you know. 
And same with Steve Kerr, but not to the extent with Draymond with the players. So, um, I mean, I believe Wiggins and Uber are going to get better as uh, individual talents, but they're not going to be at the point where it makes them championship contenders. So, mm. I agree, bro. I actually think there's a chance they miss the playoffs. Whoa, honestly. Well, I think I think if Steph is healthy, they're making it's, the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think they're I, gonna I, miss I the think, playoffs. I actually agree with Google. I think there's a chance. There's a chance because I think okay, I think no um, matter what, they're a top ten team in the West, so they're gonna be but in that the doesn't mean situation. that doesn't mean that doesn't mean they're a playoff team though. That doesn't mean they're a playoff team. But I don't think they lose in a playoff game or a play in game. You don't know that, bro. I mean, I, as far Wait, as the game, games, the way it's looking, that means they'd be losing to a team like the Grizzlies or the Pelicans. No, not the Grizzlies, like, it'd be like a young team, bro. Okay, then let's let's then let's name. Okay, then let's name off some teams in the West, right? Okay, tell me if y'all think these teams are better. I think we should agree. Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets are going to be better for sure. Mm-hmm. Rockets are going to be better. Yeah. Maybe. Jazz. Jazz. Yeah. Oh, well, depending on depending yeah. on if. I they think they're the, on. I think they're on the same the, tier, the bro. Mav, the Mavericks. The ja- exactly. The Jazz to me are on the same tier as the Warriors, in my personal opinion. Uh, the Jazz, the Mavericks. That's seven or the six. Mavericks, yeah, the Mavericks are better. And then uh, then Suns. the Blazers, Suns. Yes, that's eight. Then and then have, I think the rest. Like, come on, like the I rest mean, is like, wide open. You could say the T Wolves, but I don't think they're. That good, so. No, no, the Wolves no, are not that good. Not gonna make the playoffs, and Cat's gonna leave. Request and the Pel- I don't think y'all think the Pelicans are gonna be better, right? No, no, no. Okay, okay. So that's Next about. Time? That's only like eight teams. And damn, damn. And that's all you but need. Still, but still, like exactly, like once the play-in comes in, anything is possible at that point. Yeah, like, now that I, now that I think about it, honestly. Uh, these playoff games about to be lit. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> these play these play in games, I should say. Yeah, they're gonna be uh, crazy. Uh, like the Grizzlies. Ooh, boy, we need it. We need it. We need. They need to switch themselves up in the conferences, yo. Like, I'm so serious, bro. This <laughs> we're we're gonna go from like from like a from like a Warriors like a Warriors Mavericks playoff game to like the Hornets and <laughs> the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they need to. I'm not gonna lie. They need to get rid of conferences, man. It's about time already. It'll never yeah, happen, though. It'll never happen. The only, no, yeah, I, I don't think it'll ever happen either. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, the East, the East teams are too chicken, you. No, it's just they're <laughs> finance. They just don't. They want money. As <laughs> simple as that. Yeah. yeah and the East like teams certain teams, teams, certain teams would just become so pointless at that point. Like I mean, think, like think oh, about it. The Knicks would even become even more well. Knicks are New York, so the Knicks are New York, so kind of whatever. But imagine like getting rid of con- getting rid of conferences. What that would do to a team like the Hornets or the Cavs? They'd become so irrelevant that it'd just be pointless to even have them in the league listen, at that listen, point. Listen, I think this is what this is what the good thing about um, the conference thing, right? Um, if they get rid of the conference, I feel like it's just like the Warriors situation, like with the whole super team stuff, whatever. Everybody thought no one was going to beat them. But slowly and surely, you look at every team in the West or every team. Yeah, every team in the West, they slowly and surely started to get better. So they could they could even out the playing field with the Warriors, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just like I feel like if you do that, teams are going to be motivated to have long term success rather than just being mediocre. A team like the Magic, um, they come over um, and instead of just being mediocre, they'll tank for one year, get a star. 
and actually try to build around him to have long-term success instead of like because a lot of the teams in the east let's be honest they're fine with being mediocre because a they can still generate money they could be in the playoffs because it's just like you know that's the east, east. It's not hard yeah. you know what i mean like and it's just uh, that's what i believe honestly yeah i agree with you on the uh that last point like that's true that Teams don't really have motivation to win. Some teams don't have motivation to win. They just have motivations to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for example, I think that's one of the reasons why the Hornets have kept Jordan as an owner for so long because, you know, he's Michael Jordan and he owns the team. He actually keeps them somewhat relevant. Facts. You know? um, and, you know, their jerseys. <laughs> but regardless, like, yeah, I think – I still think it's time to get rid of conferences, bro, because, like, the whole purpose of conferences back then was – because of the travel when in reality like you got teams like the clippers and the lakers in the same conference as the fucking rockets so like what is the even point anymore uh but so to me it's just like i get what you're saying but like i still think they should get rid of it but as far as the warriors go i think the warriors can make the playoffs um i think they will make the playoffs as far as the seeding it'll probably be around that six to eighth seed um, if Steph just goes crazy, you know, maybe a fifth seed, but that's a stretch. That's a huge stretch. Yeah, um, I, I literally think there are five teams that are for sure better. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with that. But, like, I'm just saying, like, just depends on how, how how crazy Steph goes. But his health, that's really the yeah big concern for me. Um, and also, what's that dude? Man? Nicholas Mann or whatever his name is? Go man, Mannion. Yeah, Manning, Nicholas Manning, Nico Mean, or Man, Manning, whatever his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the redhead, bro. We know what we talk about. Nico Mean, Nico yeah. Mean, man. Like he's actually he looked nice in college, but you know, no, he didn't. I don't know how his game's gonna. What do you mean he didn't, bro? He looked solid. He looked solid, bro. He's supposed to be a top ten pick. Yeah, I know, but you know, things happen. He fell, and bro, <laughs> maybe maybe he would have showed out. And you know, March Madness, bro. But you know, things happen. Exactly. You never know. Scrub, yo. He was being a scrub. That's why. That's why. I mean, Cole Anthony fell. He was supposed to be like what the top, a top five pick. But Cole Anthony, he had reasons for his fall, like his awful team and him being, uh, him being injured. He was playing on an injury throughout the year, so it's just like. Yeah, well, I, I never really was a Cole Anthony believer. I always thought Lamelo was better. I mean, Cam Reddish was playing with the injury throughout some of his time at Duke. And that's why he was still a top ten pick. Yeah, but he was also he was also like uh, he was playing with RJ and like and Zion. I, I just mean, feel I like guess. the TV guess, time bro. for them. Man. I mean, I get, I feel you. Well, and not only that, but out of three. and and not only that, I was seeing people. Uh, <laughs> I sent that chat that uh tweet to y'all in the chat, and somebody was like, "Oh, Andrew Wiggins, like watch out for him next season," and it's yeah. like. Bro, Annual like we tradition. do this every annual year. tradition. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a tradition at this point about Andrew Wiggins like playing well. And it's like, bro, like I get but I feel it, like Wiggins. we have to give him the opportunity this year. Dude, it's, it's, no, it's a, man. No, it's gonna be don't. his first time playing with a guy like Steph with his gravity, like a whole I new mean, situation. I mean, I, I feel you on that because even in the game that Steph played, uh, I think it was the Raptors game. You could even see all the gravity that Steph like brought, and Wiggins definitely benefited off of it. If I'm not mistaken, Wiggins had like a uh, efficient scoring game that uh, that game also. So uh, I'll give Yo, him that. But, but so like 
I wouldn't be surprised if he plays well, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. Like that's just where it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wiggins. Nothing surprises me anymore when it comes to Andrew Wiggins, bro. That's that's just that's just how I look at it. And I'm looking at the game right here. Wiggins. Wiggins in that game had 21 points, 10 rebounds, shot 45 percent from the field, and in the fourth quarter had 11 points to Steph, who shot the Raptors. Yeah, it was that Raptors game. Now, granted, it's just it's one game, so I'm not saying it's going to represent everything, but it just kind of like if you if you watch that game, you could see the gravity that Steph brought, and like it changed that entire team because they think about it, it was a close game too. So that nigga, that nigga Wiggins is a super scrub, bro. <laughs> super, like think about it. if Steph fact, yeah. if Steph can give so much gravity to the team that. Wiggins can drop 21, Damian Lee can drop 23, Marquise Chris can drop 17, and Eric Pascal can drop 16. Now imagine next year with Kelly Oubre added to the mix. You know, and we and we haven't even spoke on Wiseman once. Yeah, and yeah, we, exactly. don't, we don't know what he's gonna be. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm excited for him, man. Like, I'm, I'm really y'all tripping. Y'all don't think they can? Y'all tripping, man. Y'all think there's a possibility, bro. No, I, I never said they weren't making the playoffs. I was Jay Smooth, bro. I said there's a possibility, bro. There's a <laughs> yeah, possibility there's a diff- they don't make it. Yeah, he said deal. possibility. Which but I is it just health? Is just is it just health that not that, just health? Uh, the the players that are put around him, they could just not make shots. Wiggins is such a wild card, bro. Like I don't think you realize. I give you that. Yeah. He's a dude. He's a dude that can kill you on both ends one night or like be amazing, right? And, and he actually got better on defense. Uh, the games he played with Golden State, but, but like it's still not limited sample size. It's a yeah. limited sample size, and also the Warriors team was bad on defense to begin yeah, with. So it's like really I, I mean, like I don't really know, like you know how how I feel about it is if they are the the seventh or eighth seed, I don't see them losing two games to lose their they lose their playoff spot. But if they're like the ninth, tenth seed trying to get in. And they lose, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't mm. be surprised at all, bro. I mean, to me, bro, like the play-in games shouldn't really be a a thing this year. Personally, that's just how I feel. Um, I get it's a shortened season, but like that was like it was different for like the bubble. Like, bro, it's gonna be 70, 72 games, bro. It's just ten games less than the eighty-two game season, and people have been saying they need to cut down some games anyway. So, like. I don't see the need to do a playing game anyway, like to do play-ins, but it's regardless. It's, more money. it's just more money for the league because the playing the, the play-in game did so good last year. Like yeah. that game that game was a really good game, bro. True. Portland and uh yeah, uh Portland, Memphis. Memphis. That was a yeah, that was yeah. a great game. Damian Lord Duncan on uh what's the name? Oh boy, uh Valanciunas, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that, that game was fun. That game was real fun. And I think like them bringing it back is a good thing. At first, I hated the idea because I was like, man, Memphis did all this in the regular season, bro. And they just lose their playoff spot because, like, people want to be evil, right? And Jaron Jackson got hurt, so. Yeah. That, that didn't I mean, but they but they did start the bubble, like, on 4 on 5 or something like that, bro. Yeah, but yeah they, they didn't play well. Healthy. Bro, they bro, on four, on five, bro. And, and also, like, they're, 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 <laughs> went, like, no, no, they didn't listen, win a game, bro. Like, listen, come yo, on, bro. Yo, listen, yo, listen. That listen, one, listen. that one game that they won literally makes a difference between them being the eight seed and the nine seed. Literally. No, but 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 like, if you they if only you needed like two team, wins, bro. Because <laughs> a huge part of why they were winning in the regular season, people love to just 
meat ride John ja Morant, and I get he had a great rookie year. Don't get me wrong. No, but he, he he did get a little bit of meat the, riding. I ain't gonna yeah, lie to you. <laughs> yes, bro. But the main reason why they were winning a lot of those games was because of their bench. And their bench, backup point guard, Ty, Trey Jones, having an amazing year, right? Mm. Uh, he was hurt, like, basically the entire bubble. Brandon Clark was hurt, and he was not himself. Like, and when them two people, like, when because the, cause they're like a, their bench is like one of the best in the league. Them two people don't work. Those those big bench pieces, bro. Your team is over. Basically, they, they lost. They lost mainly because of that. Like every time John Morant stepped off the floor, or whatever, although like it was a decent score, they'd be tied or like slightly down. Their bench can make up any deficit. So it's just well, John Morant. Be, John Morant also wasn't really playing that well in the bubble. Yeah, I was gonna to say like, to be end. to be fair, you know, Ja in the bubble, like in the uh, especially in the playing game. Against uh, Portland, he was turning it over like crazy. Oh, but he, didn't he drop like thirty something that game too? You know, he was he was hooping. He was, he, but uh, and he, he actually hit threes that game. Yeah, but the turnovers cost them a lot because he turned it over like four or five times in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so he, he was trying to do too much, but that was like his first like quote playoff situation. Yeah. So, do y'all think making the the play in game means like? Is equivalent to making the playoffs because that's what some people are saying. For, for a young guy, maybe, or like a young player, I could see it. But like, if you're talking to a guy like Dame, Steph, like that's not good enough. Yeah, you know what I'm saying <laughs> they're they're mad if they're at the playing game because they say like we should have already we should have been a, a bit higher. You know, he was I mean? playing his heart yeah, out like, for that playoff game, so <laughs> play in game. That's the thing. But uh, yeah, as far as the Warriors, uh, I guess those are our overall thoughts on on them. But moving on to the next topic, we got the Boston Celtics. So there was a report that came out that apparently Danny Ainge passed on the trade uh, to get Miles Turner in exchange for Gordon Hayward. And they were also going to get a first-round pick, according to that report. So uh, I'm going to start it off first with my thoughts on that. I think that was a really stupid decision to not take that. Because not only do you beef up your defense, but you get an asset that you could flip into a player. Knowing the Thunder, they could give you anybody for that. Um, but, yeah, I, I just don't understand the purpose of turning that down. That, that would instantly give them the best defense in the league, in my opinion. Like, still, sure, I understand you still have Kemba. But you surround him literally with the lead defenders at every single position. So you put him in the perfect situation. You mark is smart. Uh Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and then you got Miles Turner. Like, man, that defense would be intimidating. So, what are y'all thoughts on uh, them reportedly passing on that? Well, um, I got a question for y'all. Actually, actually pertaining to that, right? Do you think they just did that because they didn't want to give the pay? They believed that if they get the Pacers, Gordon Hayward, like. That that somehow make them just as good, if not better, than the Celtics. You think he did that? Mm, nah, because no. they're not better. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it could be very it, like Victor Oladipo could come back, like play a full season, have a full off season just to work out and everything, right? Come back, be at least eighty percent of his 2017, 2017 or twenty eighteen self, right? And then 
But like Danny Gordon, Danny Ainge isn't the type of person to not take risks though. Like not take risks? No, yes, he doesn't no, take risks. He doesn't take risks. <laughs> nah, he nah he doesn't go all in for championships. No, he doesn't, bro. Because think about it. They've passed on so many guys on the trade block, bro. Like who? Besides that, besides that one. Besides that one. Don't say A D or Kawhi. Paul George. G. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, I give you Paul Jimmy, George. Jimmy Butler. I'm trying to remember. remember when Jimmy when Jimmy was in Chicago, those literally they wanted, literally, they every, Jimmy. literally everyone from like 2017 exactly. to, to like 2020. I mean, I mean, honestly, honestly, honestly though, like, because think about this, right? Yeah. They trade for they trade for uh Jimmy. They would have to trade one of their young wings, right? Compared to getting Gordon Hayward, who they got in free agency, who at the time was a really good player, and you can argue was just as good as both of those players, right? Well, um, I don't, I don't think so, because they they would still have the Nets pick, wouldn't they? Yeah, and you would like no, you, and, but the other if he traded for them, they would have had to give up that Nets pick. No, I guarantee you, us no, as Bulls, they had a they had another Nets, they had another no, Nets us, pick. Us as Bulls fans, we would have gladly taken Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown was literally a third pick in the draft, bro. We would have gladly just and, taken Jalen Brown. That's what I'm. That's what I mean, bro. They don't want to give up Jalen Brown. Look what Jalen Brown is now. Okay, but Jimmy Butler could have done that. Like, come on now. You get an older version of Jimmy Butler who's declining, right? He does. Jimmy that. is does, not declining. Does, though. does does that does that guarantee a championship? No, but you keep making moves. Like exactly, you, you keep mean? making. This, this they this still the have thing. assets. This thing you get Jimmy, right? So Jimmy and you're forgetting Jimmy was in his prime. He had his best season in Minnesota at in that, 2018. At, at that time, you would literally be <clears throat> be pairing Jimmy with who? Kyrie at the time. Exactly, and, and, and not only teammates. Oh my gosh, yo! But either way, either way, it sh- it shows that you're willing to go all in to win a championship. No, but this is what you're doing, right? You're not creating. And if they had Jimmy instead of Gordon Hayward in, in 2018, they probably would have went to the final. They for sure would have went to the finals because Kyrie would have gotten hurt. That Jimmy could have carried them to the finals. I'm not that. You know, like listen to this, right? We what talk about it. We we I said I'm not even sure about that. Like listen to this. You see the, you see those teammates that that were able to get into the finals out Kyrie. Those, like I said those are nice those are great great uh what's it called players, right? And not only that, but they're on cheaper deals, which means you can make more moves around them at the time, right? And it's just so like cap won't be a problem. Jimmy Butler comes in, he's automatically a 26 million dollar guy, right? 25 26 million dollar guy. They brought and, in Gordon Hayward. And like I said, not only that, you don't have sustained long term success. You don't have a young duo, bro. Like that, that right there, like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is probably not a thing. You want those two to be a thing. Like, but you still have, like, okay, so your goal isn't to win. You might make the final, so you, but it's so, still not so guaranteed the championship. What, okay, so what you're saying, you're agreeing with us when we say that he doesn't go all in to win championships. I don't think that's not going on to win championships. Bro, okay, then, if then your goal the... isn't to win a championship, which what about PG? it is. What about PG then? PG, no. What do you mean PG? You know what? Because was... like they could have got Paul George. Nah, You're nah, forgetting they, they... they would have asked for one of those picks. They would have asked no, for, for Jalen Brown, probably. Uh, yes, they would have. Okay, Jalen Brown, sure. But you give up Jalen Brown, bro. You got to no, win. You do not give up Jalen Brown. What? So what I'm and saying, what are what I'm you saying is behind. a nigga that can possibly leave. I mean, dude, but you got to take a risk. That's our point, though. 
You gotta take a risk. You're to gonna win a you're gonna take that risk, risk during the Warriors era, and then he leaves. But time he out leaves, during that bro. off season, that was before Kevin Durant even signed. Kevin Durant was gonna sign. Nobody knew that though. And so yeah, you no, knew, yeah, no one knew that. For real, no so one knew Kevin Durant knew that for real, the Warriors, bro. bro. Nobody <laughs> knew that. I did. Wait, no, that wasn't the offense. Actually, actually, no, no, it was that wasn't the offseason. That wasn't the offseason when Kevin Durant signed. That was not the offense. That was twenty seventeen after. That was was the twenty seventeen offseason is when KD was already on the team. Yeah, he was already on. Why, why, why why take that risk? But still, getting to the finals would have been an accomplishment in itself, though. Getting to the finals instead of winning. The goal isn't get. We're not LeBron fans here. We're not okay, LeBron have they fans. won a championship? Then? Have they fans. won a championship? Then they're, have they won a championship here? They have not. A, they have not <laughs> won a championship not. now. I mean, yo, LeBron fans, bro, they they're yeah, I know, I know. To them, a finals appearance is a championship. That's a fact. But like, no, what's it called? They haven't won a championship yet, but they still have two in the coming years. And plus, they don't have the Warriors in the way anymore. Compared to now, compared to then, they go all in. Let's say that, right? But even now, even now. What what assets do they have to go in all in now? They if they wanted, if they wanted to, you know, you know where they really fucked up. They're they're, they're literally just riding they, this, this where, they, where, where, they really where, where they really fucked up was giving Kemba Kemba a fucking max contract because because instead of going out because the, they had the space, mind you, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were on their rookie deals, so they had the space to go out there and get players to fill out the rest of their roster. Fill out some bench depth that that are made is a major issue for them, and also uh, uh, surround Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And I remember I well, specifically what's up. That, I was gonna say that's his example of going. I'm not gonna say all in, but like going in on winning because Kemba wasn't a losing situation, but he was a really good offensive player. Like I mean, you don't you don't expect him to play. That's as taking bad a risk right there. there. That is taking a risk, but I, even yeah, though that, but that's a that, stupid that, risk. That's yeah, but they, but they also make, they also make that risk before Jason Tatum breaks out. Though. Think about it. So though. You don't know think what about you all have. the players. Think about all the players that they passed on, and you go after Kemba and give him a max contract. Okay, you serious? You're talking about all the players that you passed. On. You're bringing. A, you're, you're talking about the past when a like I said, the Warriors dynasty still existed, right? B those players were most of them were all on expiring deals. So there's still no guarantee. Jimmy wasn't an expiring deal. Jimmy wasn't expiring deal. No, he wasn't. Jimmy You're had talking about two on the years wolves? left. You're talking about all the Wolves. When he was in uh, Minnesota in 2018, he had a year left after that. A year left. He, and he could still so he had two years. He could still leave. He had two years on his contract. And like I said, the Warriors dynasty hey, still existed. Oh, Did my God. Bro, but you still have to try, bro. Do you think... So you should just roll over and let them dominate? Is that what you should do? I, this, this is what I'm saying. Go Bells, you got to realize that like every year era is like a Warriors type era, where it's just like a, a team's going to be always dominant. So. Exactly. Listen, listen. What does it mean you just roll over and quit? I'm not saying that's like That's, like, that's like telling the Nuggets not to make a trade or something just because the Lakers exist. Did, did, did they roll over and quit? I don't even think the Warriors are the Nuggets. The, the fucking Lakers are a dynasty, uh, dynasty team right now. The Warriors, they had two legitimate... Thirty niggas that could drop thirty on any night, even so the, the role player. 
So do the Lakers, bro. No, I'm not sure about that. The, the, there's, only, there's only two players on the, who can drop yeah, 30. Say, who's the third? Oh, well, yeah, I, I, I forgot about Clay. Yeah, I, I completely forgot. The um, role player could do it too. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just, um, <laughs> like, like you, you, you look at that roster, you see, like, they can make the finals. They're not going to win. Like I said, bro, it's, it's not a guaranteed win. And you can, niggas are going to get tired of losing. Niggas, Jimmy could just still go up and walk to Miami, right? You, you keep a foundation of young, like you keep Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. The Kemba move, it looks bad, right? I completely understand. But Kemba is a great player when healthy. This playoffs, he was playing hurt. We know this. We saw it. It was it was obvious his knee was not fully one hundred percent right, but he was still able to make an impact, and they were still guarding him like he was freaking Steph Curry. See, like you got to also forgetting though. You're also forgetting. I though, still think that they that can they make a trade traded. while keeping while keeping both of them though. The thing is, he's also you're forgetting Jace move that they literally traded for Kyrie, traded the best player for him, mind you, and not only did they do that, but Kyrie still walked. So like they made a risk there and. It didn't pay off. Work. Look what happened. What, what you, happened? What, what do you mean? What happened? They gave up a first round pick for nothing. Okay, but like they took a risk on a player that ended up walking. So and he, and why was that a good it, idea? Yeah, I mean it honestly, it was it was a good idea because they gave themselves an opportunity, bro. It was and, a good idea. Okay, who like knows saying, how what happened now? If Gordon Hayward doesn't break his leg, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it is very possible, bro. That team up and goes to the finals that year if Gordon Hayward doesn't mess his shit up. Okay, bro. but but the thing is, so that validates the move. That's what I'm trying to say. But, but that's what I mean. They didn't do it. I mean, I guess, bro. But that's that, what I, I mean. I they didn't what do you trying? What do you mean? What do you mean, bro? Okay, <laughs> now, okay, but um, must not gonna lie. The way like we're looking at it, I guess you can count the Kyrie and Kemba moves as Ainge going in, because like Ainge. we we don't we don't know that it's not gonna work out at the time. So at the time, we're looking at the Celtics like I knew it was one of the they're one of the best. I I knew that Kemba move wasn't gonna work out because I literally, I literally, what's crazy is, bro, I literally made a video about it. I was like, nobody won this shit. Nobody won the Kemba and Terry Rozier trade, and it was stupid. It makes no sense because I was like, bro, instead of just filling out their roster, they're gonna go and sign this guy to a max contract and watch them be stuck in financial hell. Yeah, but this was before Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum broke out. Into nigga, like but stars, I thought so. Jalen Brown and Tatum should have. The thing is, bro. Nah, you my... were not up on Jalen yes. Brown. No, 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 no. Yeah, I was. I was. But my issue, my issue. Now you hate on him. No, I just think y'all be overrating him sometimes. But my issue. That's not the point, bro. My issue. My issue was this. Every year they keep pro- they keep promising these niggas that they're gonna be the the future co- cornerstones of the franchise, right? But you can't keep doing that and then going out there to get guys that are marquee names because then you're essentially telling them hey yo just wait give it some time and then you're gonna be the guy and that's no you can't you can't keep pissing these guys off like that especially when last especially when the year prior there were issues with Kyrie Irving so like for them to bring in Kemba who sure you could say oh but he was gonna take the step back anyway how do you know that you didn't know that when you signed the nigga you didn't know that at all so like, and Tatum didn't start breaking out until later on in the season. So like, as far as I'm concerned, bro, like, no, that makes no sense. I knew this shit was coming from a mile away, and I remember people were going in my comment section when the Celtics were having a solid season. They were like, oh, "How you feel now, bro? The Celtics are doing well." And now look at these niggas. 
stuck I mean, in they're, financial they're, hell. They're still, they're still going to be good again. See, okay, but I still think that after this offseason, they're, they're just, they're, they're just going to trade. They're just going to trade. Um. Kemba, they're gonna get to play well again. They're gonna. They were trying Kemba. to trade Kemba this offseason though, and they couldn't find. Yeah, but nobody. he just didn't play, bro. Honestly, bro, the Knicks will take down here, bro. You can't. What are you getting from the Knicks, bro? What are you getting from the Knicks? The Knicks won't take him, bro. Okay, so you I want Kevin Brooks? Knox? Sure. <laughs> y'all serious? No. Okay, bro. Honestly, y'all. Okay, <laughs> we need to stop this. Right, you're right. You're right about that. Though. We right need to that, stop bro. this Kemba disrespect, bro. Like I said, yo, he had knee issues. Came back. He was playing on these knee issues. I still don't think Kemba's the fit for them, though. I think I think getting a cheaper point guard like Goran Dragic is a better fit. Goran Dragic is not leaving Miami. To no, go I'm with. just saying. I know. I'm just saying. Like the idea, the idea of having a cheaper point guard that can play the role that Goran did is better than having Kemba on that team. I still don't think that's because Kem- Kemba depth? Walker. Because listen, to- about- okay, I- I'll say this: adding depth. I give you that, right? Adding depth, that's a great part. But Kemba Walker, I don't think people realize, but the gravity this dude has, bro. Man, say like, gravity. I'm yes, like, he does. He has a, bro, the, bro, people love bringing up the boxing one with Steph Curry, but they never bring it up with Kemba. They were literally running a boxing one with Kemba Walker. You know that, right? Nobody brings that up. And he was still able to pick apart. He was, he was able to, uh, what's it called, make, the, make some right reads, right? Who's able to track the defense? People are telling me they should have just started Marcus Smart at point guard. Not a good idea, right? Like, no. why is that not a good idea? <coughs> Marcus Smart. He's I don't think Kemba thirty million dollars a year. I don't think. I oh don't no, 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 no! I'm not saying they should brought him off the bench. I, I thought you said just like starting Marcus Smart instead of signing Kemba. Like starting Marcus Smart. Smart Marcus Smart at point guard. Even showed this year. Yeah, he's great defensively, but offensively, bro. He doesn't have the uh, uh, attention. He doesn't have the attention. Like people aren't gonna rotate and overhelp j- just to what to call. Worry about him on offense, right? Compared, no, compared honestly, to honestly, I think starting Marcus Smart at point guard just turns the Celtics into the Clippers of the East, bro. Just like the not way gonna lie to you though. Not gonna lie to you though. I think this may be a stretch because I know defensively that they'd fall off a bit, but. If Milwaukee could have found a way to trade for Kemba, I don't think that would have been a bad idea. It wouldn't have because, been bad, but you're they not get, they get the shot creator. No, wait, what? I never said they trade Middleton. No, you, you give you give him the you know you give him the Drew Holiday package. You give the yeah. Well, I don't think you, I gotta give up that much, but I think you can give up Divincenzo. You give up uh, probably throw in a, pick, a couple picks. And that's it. Like you, you, you get Bledsoe, George Hill. Bledsoe, George Hill. Yeah, and you still get Bledsoe, who's a solid defender. Eric Bledsoe, man. (laughs) Well, you can easily (laughs) just trade Bledsoe later on. So, like, it's not that deep. This man said, "Take all that in, bro." That's not gonna make the Celtics any better or any worse. I think it does, though. No, because Eric Bledsoe, Eric Bledsoe is a good defender, but when the playoffs come around, he's literally like I said, you trade, game. you trade Bledsoe, yeah, but, bro. That's what yeah, I'm you saying. You can still trade, and yeah. nobody, and who, who on this earth is gonna want Bledsoe? The Pelicans, the, the Pelicans just said, <laughs> no, he was five, the Pelicans five did for that. five. Oh, oh, first of all, first of all, if we're being real, you know, we all know, Sam, we all know Sam Presti would have taken him. All you no, do is, first, Sam Presti. Because they would have contributed bro, bro, to some taking. On, we would have literally We would have traded him to Milwaukee if we if, if Sam Presti wanted uh, uh, Eric Bledsoe. 
He knows this is harder to move Eric Bledsoe. And then you oh, look, look, bro, if we're, if, look, if we're just talking about the Celtics, we're not we're not worried about what Pressy does after that, bro. If the Celtics throw in a pick, Pressy's taking the deal, bro. Based on what we've seen, we yeah, all know. He'd he take it, that, it, it, he take gonna, that Milwaukee pick. He definitely it's take it. It's gonna have to be fourteen, bro. It's gonna have to be fourteen. Pick fourteen from the Celtics. It has to be, bro. And I'm not even, hey, sure man, Danny even then, willing to do that. Yeah. I, That's why I, I get on why Danny Angel. Do that, bro? Danny Angel, and and you know I can't even say that because this year he actually tried trading his picks and he couldn't because. Too late. It's too late yeah. for that. Uh, no, he's been doing that. He's been trying to do that for a minute. Like the trade more. Well, I, I know. I refuse. I refuse to believe that he couldn't like, attach those picks to Kemba. He just probably didn't get because he know he broke that man greedy. That boy greedy in trades. He signed number one. one. He wanted Victor Oladipo and Miles Turner, bro, <laughs> for Gordon Hayward. <laughs> I mean, Gordon Hayward at one healthy twenty-two point per game. Probably, he probably had deals on the table, but he was like, "Nah, I'm good." I mean, White LeBron, bro. White LeBron, man. I, I'd, I'd ask for a lot if White LeBron was coming over. And Gordon, plus, Victor Oliva has no trade value. Mm. Of course, I'm going to try to get him in the deal like that. Well, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but if, yeah, but if you're the Pacers, you're, you're like, hell no, bro. Yeah, the Pacers don't do it because they're like, we could we could help fix it, right? There's no way to, there's no reason to trade him when he's already this low. So, yeah, yeah I get that. That's what the Rockets are doing with Westbrook. I'll 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 get on them for this. I'll get on him for this though. Like the fact that he didn't want to trade for Miles Turner. And I understand Miles Turner. He looks like a Al Horford ish type center, as where like his rebounding is not that great. Um, but he's also been a guy that's been like put on fours and stuff, and it's just like it's kind of unfair. Like he's been pulled out the paint, whatever. Like if he's in the Celtics offense, I think he'd play a lot better. But I'm worried about, and he's a guy that could actually do. Like in the first round, he did well against Bam. Bam shot below fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? That that entire series, you know, first round he did good against Bam. Um, I guess an Embiid type dude. The only thing that that's a plus about it is you you take Embiid out of the paint on defense. So like it, it would it would have been a it would have been a great fit. But I don't like the fact that he would just rather get nothing back from him, bro. It makes no sense. And uh, he could space the floor. He's a really good floor spacer at the center. Not really good. What do you mean? What? What do you People mean? don't really guard him like that, like that, yo. I mean, yeah, but he still, he still can space the fleek and she He shot like what, forty-eight percent? Not you know forty-eight. Like forty-three percent in the playoffs. Do you know what spacing the floor is? What do you do? What are you talking about, bro? Is is PJ talking elite floor spacer? Uh, not really. Why is he not? Because he's really only effective from the corners. I mean, he. I guess he can space the floor. Yeah, PJ. No, yeah, I, I said elite floor spacer. Not an elite nah. one, but he's he's a solid yeah. one. He's a solid what, one. What what is for floor spacing is the ability to take a man out the paint. P, people leave yeah. PJ Tucker open. Miles turn. I don't think people leave. People PJ. rotate bro, people, off. Of Miles bro, Turner. people leave him open because you have James Harden and Westbrook driving at you. That's why I leave him. They're doubling, afraid of they're doubling Harden. Exactly. I mean, still, like, even when they don't, when when they don't double him, they leave him open to rotate. Like, like, I mean, and this is like, people don't rotate on him. There, people are legit fine with him taking corner threes, bro. Like, consistently, and it's just like, is that an elite floor spacer? Wait, I don't think people sag off the corners though. They, they know, they know what's up. They know what's up when it comes to PJ and them. Corners, they rather so. PJ Tucker shoot a million corner threes. But okay, when you're talking about the, yeah, but that's the Rockets we're talking about specifically. Okay, you want me to bring the Pacers too, bro? Like they rather they they rather Miles Turner shoot a million of threes than like let anybody drive and get a layup because 
like if if Miles Turner is beating you from the three point line, shooting like 10, 20 three pointers. Like, oh wait, he's not taking that many though. I, I'm, I'm just saying if if he if he if, he, if he's taking that many threes, then bro, like. Okay, <laughs> but isn't he a better floor spacer than fucking Daniel Tice? I mean. Is he? Um, I take that back. He is. I was about to say, come on now, bro. I'm honestly playing. But, like, you know, <laughs> but uh, what are you saying? No, I'm good. But uh, yeah, bro. Uh, Celtics, they 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 in some shit, bro. They in some shit. But uh, let's move on to another team that's in some some real tough shit, and that's the the Clippers. So the Clippers, after blowing their three one lead. They now are in a really weird situation. Well, it's just a terrible situation flat out. And Kawhi and PG, man, they have player options next year. And uh, I talked about this in a recent article of mine. And I said, essentially, like, they didn't really get that much better. Like, I know they got Ibaka, but, you know, it's just like, who cares? Because the Clippers are not the Clippers. The Lakers are out there getting better or at least maintaining um, at the very least, you could say maintaining. So, uh, I want to start off with you, Darius. First, like, do you think the Clippers, like, it's essentially wraps, or like, I don't want to say it's wraps, yeah. but like, I if I had to put money on it, I don't think they're winning at all. So, that really the only impactful thing that can change for them is their coaching. Can and I guess. All of us agree that Docker is not really a good coach like that. I think mm-hmm. all of us can agree with that. Here, here's yeah, the thing. Here's the thing. And I've been saying this for years now. I believe Tyron Liu is an underrated coach. I think he was slandered by all these LeBron fans. I don't. I don't think he's bad as people make him out to be. I think he's somewhat decent or good. I think he, good. if he can. If he can uh, help this Clippers team make it at least past the second round, which is just really sad to say, but we have, that's the bar. <laughs> that's the bar for the Clippers now. I mean, I think it would be. A, I think it would be a, a bit of a W, you know. With Ibaka, that's gonna help with them defensively. But there's a possibility that, like, just like with the Lakers, like a lot of these players can get worse, especially with Ibaka since he has. Uh, how old is he? Ibaka's got to be in his 30s already. He's like 31, 32. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, he's 31. Yeah, okay, he just turned 31. So, they, they honestly, they might have peaked last year. That it's, That's a possibility. And I don't, I think also, like, they didn't play much together last year. And that that just affects that the is, team. That's a good point. And, yeah. then, and then quarantine happened or whatever. I also think they voted, like, not, if, if, if they voted team, not to come to the bubble. People forget that. True. Like I think if any team got affected by that, it'd be the Clippers because they didn't play much together. But then again, it also gives you like actually I was gonna never mind. I was gonna say it gives you that time to like build chemistry, but then again everyone was quarantining. So and I not only that though, I think health I don't really think that's an excuse because health was a concern for the Clippers throughout the entire season, especially for Paul George. Paul George was literally going on fucking Instagram. And saying, "Oh, my hammy is healed up now, man. My my hammy's healed. We stacked. We just waiting for the, the the league to come back." He was literally going on there saying all that hot shit. 
So yeah, I don't really, I don't know if that's really an. But then shit happened. With, shit happened with Montrez and Lemon Pepper Lou. Like there was just so much stuff going on in the Clippers locker room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot there. Like the the Lemon Pepper shit. <laughs> that definitely, <laughs> that definitely fucked them up there. Yeah, Trez, Trez, Trez. Think about Trez, right? And a bit. I was. I, I'll say this. I was a bit too harsh <laughs> on him. I was a bit too harsh on him. Um. He's gonna be good this year, and but like last year, bro, I I don't think people give him enough of an excuse to the fact like he, this dude did not play a single minute of bubble basketball like at all. So he was not in basketball shape. He was not in game shape, and he just hops into the playoffs. And not only that, bro, mentally, like you know, his grandmother just passed away. Yeah, you know, it's just like what what is he supposed to like? It's gonna be it's gonna be hard for him. To, All right, but that's on coaching, bro. If you know that's going on, why are you still playing him big minutes against Jokic? So, so, so what other backup centers did they have? Dude, well, I'm not gonna lie, they could have. The I'm not gonna. Lie. They could have given Joakim a couple minutes, bro. Joakim is old, bro. Oh, right, know, bro. I mean, better he would have been better than, defensively he, than exactly. Montrez. He, he wouldn't, have, bro. He would have been fouling consistently because he's old. Okay, but they didn't even try. That's my point, bro. Like they didn't even try. To test out something different, bro. Really, at that at that point, they were just hoping their offense would win them games. Exactly, and, and it bro, didn't. You want to talk about something? They bro? spammed the Lillard Montrez pick and rolls, bro. And wait, 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 you're also forgetting that in Game Seven, uh, Harold was the only one who showed up. He was literally the only DeMonte one who showed up too. in Game Seven. Okay, like I said, Harold was the only one who showed up, bro. Paul George was terrible. Kawhi was terrible. Lou Will was terrible. Trez was the only one, and I think in LA, bro, I think he's gonna ha- he's he's gonna shine because like he can take he can take some bigs off the dribble. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only that, but he's a great role man. He's a good lob threat, and next to LeBron and Dennis Schroeder, honestly, because really he's, he, he's probably gonna get a hell of minutes with Dennis Schroeder off the bench. Like they're probably gonna be the real best uh, bench duo in the league next year. Just like uh, yeah, I, don't even think, I don't even think it's close, bro. What? Like who the best bench duo is gonna be? Oh, it's literally, it's literally them. Yeah, it's for sure. Gilly, bro. Come on, man. Okay, whatever. But as, in regards to the Clippers, like, yeah, yeah, bro. Like they missed their opportunity this past year. Honestly, they have a chance. Yeah. I know. It's nah, not I still, last nah, I, nah, I still don't. I still don't think that though. I still don't think it's over for them, bro. Like people are acting like it's the end of the world and it's not gonna people forget about I the Luke. People I still don't completely ignore the Luke Kennard signing, yo. I swear, bro. And I literally think that like you're talking about like you well, got Luke, Luke Kennard. He shot 40, he's literally better than than Landry Shammer. So I know, he right? Stay, like, he can't stay healthy, which is true. That's the issue. Yeah, he can't I don't healthy. think Luke Kennard is gonna be good enough to get them to where they need to be, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, but you had Kawhi. Like okay, that Kawhi choke job is not something that I can see happening yeah, again. I mean, it's happening. That's just another thing, bro. Yeah, Kawhi, honestly, bro. Okay, let me ask y'all this, because there's the... uh, Let me ask y'all this. Do y'all consider Kawhi Leonard a great leader? No, because he's not He's not vocal like that. That he's That's a, why That's why the media believes that they needed a new coach. Like They, they believe Ty Lue's like a player coach that can be vocal, so that's why they got him. 
he, he seems uh, like a dude. I don't know. I think he's a great leader, bro. He's he's uh, a he's a he's a do it by example type dude. Exactly. He, he's not a he's not a he, yeah, he, he won't right talk. There. But but you do need vocal leaders in the locker room, no matter what. Like do it by example, it's gonna work sometimes. But like you you need a vocal leader. You need somebody. Cause some people are not gonna be able to read and just read the situation, whatever. And okay, then what like, is Pat Bev? Pat Bev is a talker. Yeah, he just talks trash. Nah, I think. But, I don't think I think Pat really Bev is just the energy the energy guy the team that like exactly. the team Bev up. can be a Bev can be a leader to a team he, he can, can be, he, he can, sure be can be a vocal leader, leader. Yeah. but it's like he's also like and he he's such a good player don't get me wrong like maybe because he, he's, he's a not player. a star I'll say I that don't think, I don't even I, think I don't think because Raymond's not a star I don't think Pat Pat Bev is like respected like that you know Dray with Draymond like Draymond's very respectable. Like Draymond, he, but okay, I was gonna say, how can Draymond be respected and not Pat Bev? They're like, well, the same first part. Pat, there's a difference. Draymond, Draymond was all star caliber once, yeah. But I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, but like when you're considering the fact that Draymond, like, to be honest, bro, like around the NBA, other than Warriors, other than the people on the even some people on the Warriors probably think this. Around the NBA, people just think he's an all-star by, by association, bro. Like, let's just be real. Like, True. niggas do not respect his all-star appearances. Niggas don't respect his championships. Niggas think he's blessed to be on the Warriors team. Like, so, so like, look at me. He'd be out the league without the Warriors, bro. Out the league, yo. Crazy, <laughs> man. I don't know if I mean, I'm you could, you could probably say that about a lot of players in the league, bro. <laughs> then again, no, mainly, then again yo, I mainly. will say, if he wasn't drafted by the Warriors... Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. He'd he be may out the have, league. He may bro. not. He may not have gotten a second contract. Let's just call it. But he would have been the D League, bro. Crazy. <laughs> small forward who can't shoot. Uh, That's a fact. He was literally yeah. a small forward, bro. He was six, literally six. A... <laughs> So yeah. yeah, but looking at this Clippers team, I generally don't think it's bad. And and it's like they're bad. looking, they're looking to trade Lou Will. I'm like, I think that's a W, bro. But how much? But what are you gonna get? I was literally just about to say, well, I don't know about Antreveriza, but like, hit up, hit up OKC, bro. Like, yo, I'll give you Lou Will for fucking George Hill right now, bro. Yeah, bro. That'd be that's a nice that's a nice flip. You know what I mean? And also, like, you know, I mean, I was thinking about something, but I don't think uh, I don't think this is possible because it'd be hard to. But sending both Lou Will, sending both George Hill and Trevoriza. Somehow sending them to the Clippers and them starting a lineup of like, what's it called? They have Pat Bev, um, Pat Bev, who else? Trevor Reese at the two, like PG three, Kawhi four, and then like, oh shit, I don't think they can do that. That's not a good idea. But like, that's an extra wing, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's it, they got some stuff. He's making, uh, he's, he's making way too much money for them. Like Ariza, yeah, they'd have to some. They have to add something. Don't, else. Yeah, but I mean, I'll, you could, I'll you could put Ariza playing and, and getting bought out. You could put Ibaka at the four, honestly. Like the, I don't think there's anything wrong with putting him at. Well, the Well, I think I think he we all know foot speed that he's. I think Serge is coming off the bench for sure. What? Well, maybe maybe not. For Wait, sure. what? I don't think he's gonna come off the bench. Starting what? There's no doubt. Yeah, he's got to start. He's got to start, bro. He's got to uh, because they're gonna, they gonna run the small five, bro. No, Zoo, they can put that. Zoo at the five. Yeah. Zubach can play the f- uh, honestly. Zubach, I don't think Marcus Morris is coming off the bench after the bag they just gave him. I mean, yeah, Marcus Morris is starting. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, okay, you so PG at the one, bro. So they're gonna, someone, they're gonna someone has to come off the bench. So Zubach is gonna come off the bench then at that point, right? I think they still start. Look, I think they just 
I think they're going to give Serge Ibaka the Montrez treatment, bro. You're going to play more minutes than Zubas, but you're just not starting. <laughs> that I don't think that's a good I idea, think they're gonna though. Do that. Why would they just sign him? Why would Ibaka sign to that? I mean, because that's what he, he agrees to go to, bro. What do you mean? They, all, they honestly, honestly tell him that. I think what they should do, like if they make that George Hill trade, like you said, Hill at the one, PG at the two, uh, Kawhi at the three. Uh, Surge at the four, and then just Zubac at the five. Bro, Surge is too slow nowadays to be the four. Bro, but like, what else do you want them to do? Start Mook at the four and Surge at the five. Literally, yeah, you can do that. I know. I think PG Kawhi and Morris. PG Kawhi and Morris should automatically start, bro. Who you want to put at the Okay, so so Zubac come off the bench then, right, Jace? Move. Yes, put Zubac. I thought you just said you don't want him on on the bench. That's what I. That's what I'm saying. I don't want who on the bench. You said that you don't want Zubac on the bench. That's what you said. Did I say that? Yeah. See, don't think it matters, honestly. But I mean, yo, put Zubac on the bench. I'm sorry if I said that. <laughs> okay, then that's fine. I'm good with that. I have no issue with that. It's honestly, bro. I just a part of me just wants Zubac to start because I think him and Shamit. I think he plays well in this role. Well, yeah, but I think him and Shamit, bro. They've been such. They, they've taken a lot of. Uh, hits to their career bro like because i think they could have been legitimate starters in the nba especially Shamit, bro like they just haven't been given fair opportunities to really develop bro like and they're still hurt though so yeah yeah Shamit, yeah that that matters too but in the case of zubac like zubac has actually gotten better like as a defender he's gotten way better bro he got way better and he improved because like he was terrible when he was the lakers you know and Yes, he was. They called him Zublock. On defense? On, they called okay. him Zublock. He was not terrible no, on defense. He was terrible on defense, bro. He fouled, but he wasn't a completely alive. That's my point. That's my point. He was he was fouling so much to the point. He was just unplayable on defense. That's what he's doing this year. But but the thing is, his rim protection has gotten way better. It's what made up for that. So, like, he, I mean, he can't stay on the floor, and also his stamina sucks. Yeah, bro, right, that, that's that, what, yeah, that's why he doesn't play that much. That's why Montrez is playing more than yeah, him. That's, why that's what Montrez. I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, okay, but okay, fair, fair point. But his, still, his defense has improved <laughs> tremendously, though. It's so, improved. Like, yeah, and his pick and roll defense got better too, because that was also a problem when he was in LA. His pick and roll defense was terrible. Yeah. So like, he's he's definitely improved. He can't really defend like five outs. That that really hurt him against Jokic, but you know. What are you gonna do, bro? Nobody can guard Jokic. That's just that's how it what is. I mean. I feel bro. like I feel like having Surge is their version of like a small ball lineup. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way. That's a, yo, Surge is seven foot tall. It's not a small ball lineup. Bro. <laughs> that's not a really, ball, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not too much of a small ball. It's like six ten, six nine, bro. Bro, he's he's seven foot. He's legit seven. He lied about his height when he's in OKC, bro. They is he a legit him. seven footer? Yes, he is. He's legit seven footer, bro. Wow. Wow, I didn't know that, honestly. But yeah, the Clippers, bro, they're fried. They're fried as far as I'm concerned. They're like I don't shit, think like, so, bro. I think they get I a think, playmaker. I think this year they still have a chance. If they get a playmaker, that would be nice. And I definitely think they can uh cause some noise. They could even upset the Lakers because I still think they match up well against the Lakers. Yep. Um, but you know, they gotta get that playmaker first. I think the team was meant for the Lakers. I literally yeah. I literally their their only options, like looking around the league, is getting George Hill or bringing back Reggie Jackson. <laughs> That's Smith. Who, oh, please? A Smith. Okay, shut the fuck up. You, 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 I don't think they necessarily need offense, bro. 
You're not serious, Jay Smooth. Ishmael is not good, y'all. Serious. This dude said Ishmael. Shut up. Shut up, bro. Just stop. He was was good last year. He's a point guard that could push it. Bro, okay, okay, bro. In other news, let's 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 move on, bro. Let's do that. Is this the final topic or is? No, we got we got two more. We got the Hawks. Uh, So, the Hawks, bro. Okay, so the reason I wanted to talk about the Hawks is because I I I recently made a video about Trey Young. And I said Trey Young got a lot to prove next season, right? Because with all these acquisitions on his roster, um, there there really is no excuse. Let me explain. There really is no excuse for them to not make the playoffs, in my opinion. Because, like, let me say this. This is not fair. This may not be fair, what I'm about to say, but this is just the reality of Trey's career. Trey will forever be compared to Luka. Forever. And it, it sucks but when your team passes on Luka Doncic to pick you, then that's just the reality of your situation, bro. And not only are we seeing Luka, but we're seeing Ja. We're seeing guys like Shea. Which Shea, Shea is not the leader of that team, so I guess I'll exclude him. But we're seeing young players come in the league, have instant impact towards winning. Instant impact. Meanwhile, this dude Trey, or excuse me, not Trey. Oh, yeah, yeah. This dude Trey just can't get it together like he he, he can't he's had the man. worst team out of all of them but stop bro because the thing is the that's reason true, they're bro. so he's bad right, right. no that's fair but the reason that they've been so bad is because of his defense Must you sound like i mean hater, I, bro. I was not look, i was gonna say you can fault him but you also like he is really small bro like the other guy you're talking about six five shay six three okay but that's like, the reality of him that's two trey is I'm sorry, like all right. So it's all, all right. So we know that's you, reality. It's, you it's organization's about job. Are you to talking put a team about around him? You're forgetting so, that his defense, the defense around him, was actually pretty good. They so, have good defenders, bro. They have so good defenders. They also had an injury problem. Like he has nobody that can make shots on his team. Okay, but you're forgetting. No, 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 no. You're forgetting that at the end of the season, DeAndre Hunter in the last like 15, 20 games, he shot forty percent from three. John he shot Collins well, came bro. Back. Is that gonna make him go to the playoffs? John Collins, Cam Reddish started playing well. John Collins played well. Kevin Herter played well. Well, actually, I don't even know Kevin Herter. Is, is that going to happen in the playoffs? Okay, but, we, but the biggest issue was their defense. And it was John Trey. Collins missed 25 fault. games. That's 25 I mean, games in the beginning of the season. But you're, right? not, you're not listening to what I'm saying. When Collins came back, their win and loss record was not affected at all. And their offense, a lot of the players were stepping up on offense. So the biggest issue was their defense. Trey was just think right about here? it. About think, ab- think about it, bro. Think about it. Trey Young. There was a game. I think it was like a, a minute left. The Hawks were up it, like ten points to the Heat. Trey Young was like, "Oh, that's game, nigga." In 10, 15 seconds, they were down by eight. Nigga, what? Like, come on, man. Nah, that game. That game went to OT, bro. Uh, <laughs> No, yeah, that game went to OT, bro. That game went to OT, bro. No, but you're not getting my point, bro. They no, lost I mean, by, like that, the the that fact can that to any player, to, was no, his but defense the, the reason the why that, that he came back that game. Yes, bro. He's a black hole. <laughs> what are you? T- no, nah, but nothing. I mean, like those possessions, because I know exactly like what game you're talking about. But if it wasn't necessarily his like his fault that the Heat won that game. No, I'm saying the fact like, that they, the next were even possession able, after that. I'm saying the fact that the Heat were even able to make up that ground on on the offensive side of the ball is due to how bad Trey is on defense, bro. So you telling me that every single possession 
They scored on Trey Young only. Oh, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's not what I'm saying. I understand. I understand he's a defensive liability. I know he's a defensive liability. He's, bro. I'm not saying that, but you can't say it doesn't contribute, bro. And it's Cantor. So are you going to say that it's not contributing? It's not the main factor? I'm not saying Obviously, it is, bro. But, like, you're making it seem like it's literally his fault. Okay, so is Entirely why they don't win games. Okay, so is there an excuse this year? If he was an average defender, they still wouldn't make the playoffs. Okay, so is there an excuse this year? No, there isn't. I mean, we don't know if the Hawks are going to, like, be healthy this year. So, I mean, like... I'm assuming everybody's... Like, I'm saying, like, if everybody's relatively healthy, and they all are available... Come on now. In my this opinion, he has a top 10 team in the Eastern Conference. He said what? Dude, but are you not getting what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if you think that a top 10 team. Yeah. Okay. If you think the Hawks being a top 10 team in the Eastern Conference is the, their floor, then if that's the case, then, like, think about it, bro. Look at all the young players. If you give Ja this roster, are they not instantly better? Nah, yes, but that's just, that's literally because he's just a better defender. Well, actually, I, I don't. Yeah, I can't say that. Actually, no, 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 actually, no, 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 I can't say that. If you say jaw, if you say the word jaw, I I can't necessarily say that, bro. I don't. I, I because Trey Young is literally the offense. Yeah. Bro, wait, are y'all serious? Okay, if you take Josh, Muster, you're making it team. seem Muster, you're making it seem like Treyong doesn't like elevate that team to some extent. I'm anything. not saying he doesn't elevate them offensively, like, right? The, the Hawks obviously so the Hawks obviously get better with Trey. The Hawks the Hawks would be the worst offense of all time if Trey Young wasn't on the Okay, team. and they were the worst defense of all time when he was on. So hey, bro. Hey, all right, so you give you giving you take, bro. Like we we can't. That's like, not even true, though. That's not even true, though. No, they were. No, no, no. Look at the numbers. When Trey Young was on the court, they were one of the worst offensive. Oh, excuse me, one of the worst defensive teams of all time. And when Trey was off the court, they were a top ten defense. I thought not even joking, not even joking, bro. I don't think That's they were the worst bad. this year. No, the, no, they weren't the worst defensive team this year, but that's because like they had good defenders around Trey, and when Trey was off the court, they were just like a really good defensive team. Okay, Trey was just that bad on defense, bro. Now, granted, okay, so we know this, and I'm pretty sure the organization knows that its job is to surround it build a team around is. Trey. Okay. But now, now the organization. Look, now the organization is team up with you, you players. See what you, you see what you just did? Isaiah Thomas, right? Isaiah Thomas. Trey Young is way better. Trey Young is like gonna be way better than Isaiah Thomas ever was. Yeah, I know then, that, but like he can get better defensively. Yeah. Yeah. No, Young, I'm not Trae saying he can't get better. Relatively young, like he he can I'm not, improve. I'm, I hope he can, but I didn't see a lot of improvement this year. He was just as bad it as he was. Second year, bro. Like, come fuck, on, bro. You can't, bro. You can't, but you can't sit there. You can't sit there and praise his offensive improvement and then n- not criticize his defensive. We're criticizing. Everyone criticizes everyone his defense, defense, bro. Like, yo, not like, y'all niggas. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Bro, we, we, literally, about we literally it. took him off our top ten list because of his defense. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, bro. Get that nigga. No, bro. Oh, we gotta get at this point. Bro. Look, literally at this point. Everything should be on what the organ like what moves organization makes, bro. Like you're okay. stunning, you're stunning the uh-huh. growth of DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish. So you can bring in a guy like Gallo and be the or bring it, bring it, bring it, bring in a guy like Bogey. I, like I, that, that, that says more about the organization than it does about. Okay, Trey well, I'll say this. I'll give y'all this. Uh, them 
getting Jabari Parker wasn't a good pickup at all. I'll give you that. Because Jabari was just awful. Jabari was just terrible. I'm not even going to lie. But, like the the Hawks, the Hawks team this year is only 11, 12 players deep. Okay, like, I but I don't know how that helps anything. As good as y'all think he is, they should be a top five seed, bro. That's not a good thing, though. I'll I'll I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this, bro. Like, come that on, team, man. That no, bro, that's is... not a that's not a good thing, though. Like, we don't even know how that team fits. Being a top five that's seed. That's not me, yo. It, no, it, no, it, I'm it, talking about having 11, 11, 12 guys that legitimately legitimately are gonna want minutes. Oh my goodness! I, I'll, I'll tell you this. Here's what I don't like to move at all. Yeah. All ready for this nigga, man. Stop, <laughs> it's, it's, bro. It's not even for him, bro. I already said that. I don't. I think that they got a backup guard in Rondo, which was a huge concern for them. Kevin Herter, I assume, will be healthy next year, and it's a good floor spacer, and he's a solid defender. Clint Capella's a good rim protector. Onyeka is a nice rookie pickup, even though I don't agree with like, like the overall. Uh, aspect of him going to the Hawks. They're John Collins is going to have another year. John Collins is another year uh, to develop. Bogdan is a scrappy defender with the ability to create his own Develop shot. in like scrappy 25 defender? minutes a game, bro? What'd you say? Homie said scrappy defender. He is who's, a scrappy defender. He's not a bad. Who's going to develop? Not a liability, yeah, but he's not good. Yeah. Who's going to develop he's solid, he's, with, he's with not even getting like, they're all going to be beginning like and Cam Reddish. And Cam Reddish, game, I, and Cam Reddish is a really good defender. He has he has solid length. Pause. So come on, man. They got yeah, they, but I I don't think that their young guys are going to be getting the minutes they need to develop even more. Bro, this is excuses, man. Get like okay, okay, okay. No, I'm not I'm not talking about Trey Young right now. I'm talking about what the organization. I'm talking about what the Hawks organization is doing right let, now. Let, let, let's talk about the reason why they're doing this is because Trey Young was complaining last year that he wants to win because he's feeling the pressure of him having to be up there with Luca, right? Here's why I don't like this move at all, right? I don't like any of these moves, like except the Onyeka and some of the pickups, right? No, Bogdan was a good move. Uh, Picking Bogdan up Bogey was, was cool, good, but Bogdan Gallo makes no move. sense Bogdan to me. Bro. I don't move. like. I don't like the Gallo. Wait, why is Bogdan not a good move? How what? is it a good move? You're just adding an older player that could take away minutes. From, but but he fits well. He can play off ball, and he's a solid defender and good playmaker. Bro, but well, look, if you take minutes from your wings, no, 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 no. If you take. What I, I think that if you take, them, though. You take Gallo off the team, it still works. Because it's not like DeAndre Hunter can create his own shot yet. He can, kind of. He has no, a no, goal. No. Yes, I, 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 literally, I literally think he's just like... Bro, he's not... He's next to the bro. I think... Nah, that dude is Roko, bro. He's Roko, bro. He can actually create and dribble, yo. Like, he can. If we're talking about all the young... If we're talking about all the young guys, he's literally the fourth young guy on the team, bro. In my opinion. Oh, my God. These niggas... Cam Reddish has more potential than him, bro. But I he's not better. He's not there yet, though. <laughs> Cam is not there yet, though. Cam, compared to DeAndre, DeAndre, DeAndre can post. I'm not even gonna lie. Cam Reddish looked like Tory Craig last year, bro. He looked like Tory Craig last towards year. Towards the end, bro, when he actually started to hoop. <laughs> bro, hey, he bro. looks like Tory Craig. I don't oh, know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan defender, bro. I'll bust out these stats. <laughs> but I know he played well like in the last 15 games, but who cares, bro? Like, like but honestly, though, right? Look Ox at organization. He's a top 10 pick. Like, 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 why did they do that? Like, like, they got all these guys to take their minutes to at what at most be an eighth seed, basically. That's right? exactly, exactly. At, and most, then, at most, if they were an eighth seed and they wanted to take a jump and they did this, completely fine. They did this to be at most eighth seed, taking away minutes from the young players. This is legit, reminds me of the Knicks last year. But I will say, I the will Knicks. say, it sets, it sets themselves yes. up. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not the 
Now I will hiring a bunch of players, uh, getting a bunch of players at the uh, at positions that your young players could actually develop in, and then not developing your young players and expect them to get better. See, now I will say that I think the Hawks have set themselves up to make a big deal for like a disgruntled star. But yeah. looking at the mark, looking at the market, it's like why? Like my point is just why? Like I'm not gonna, I'm not saying tank, but I would just say get better over time with your young guys. Okay, you let me track. let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this. If the if the Hawks don't make the playoffs and they're just as bad as they were last year, will I have a point? I don't I mean, know. We'll to, I don't we'll know. To, Are you saying it seems like you're putting all the blame on Trey Young? Yeah. Not, no, I'm not putting the blame on Trey. I'm saying, actually, matter of fact, I'm just gonna say this. If you Trae are. Young, no, no, no. Let me just say this, bro. If the Hawks are as bad as they are this past season, next year, right? Or they just straight up don't make the playoffs. Does Trey not gain get some level of culpability in that? Oh, we're gonna I mean, it. of course he does because he's the best player. And if his defense is just as bad, what y'all gonna say? Probably will be, like, if we're being realistic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what y'all gonna say then? I mean, we'll have to see how the rest of the team plays together, literally. Like, we can't. Because he, he does necessarily have a good team. A team full of good basketball players. Okay. We just, have to, we just have to see how the team. Like you can, you can put a whole bunch of talent I, together. I just don't like how the work. organization has made it. To be honest. Exactly. Like I, I would put, I would put more blame on the organization for this roster failing than Trey. Man, get the fuck out of here with that I would shit. Blame bro. on Trey because Trey's the one that Trey's going to get blamed. But I don't know. I think there might be a. I think Trey's the reason why they did all this. Wait, wait. I want to hear what Jason. What were you saying, Jason? Trey's the reason why they did all of this. Exactly. Thank you. That, like, he's wanted the it. only reason why they did all this because he, he wanted was literally this. complaining yes last year. Talk about bro, who wants to fucking lose? No one likes losing. I mean, no one likes losing. But to say when he needs I don't, I don't think that's an excuse. I don't think that's an, okay. I don't think that's an excuse okay for the organization, tanking. dude. I'm okay with tanking a few more years if you guys want. Just because a player is like pressuring you to get some good players doesn't mean you have to make yeah, shitty can, moves. Wait, you have to do that, though. He's their best player. Exactly. So you're going to make shitty moves then? You're going to make shitty moves then? Exactly. You can bring in people, but you don't have to bring in like five guys that are going to stun you. You want to bring in Danilo Gallinari and fucking Bogdan Bogdanovich, who are not great, who are both bad defenders. I'm gonna say Bogdan it. is not a bad. Defender, Bogdan is a bad bro. defender. He's a bad defender. No, he's not. He's average, bro. He's average. Not a bad defender. No, he's average. He's a scrappy defender, bro. He's average. Regardless, right? Gallinari, we, we all agree. Okay, that. Gallo. Yeah, Gallo's bad. Yeah, Gallo's good in isolation, <laughs> which sounds hella funny. Okay, dude, I, get the. No, no, I'm not, jo- I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Oh, no, bro, what? His point still stands, though, bro. Yeah, off ball, he's terrible, which is like. His main issue, he's a box out, but it's just like the, and he's come out the bench too. So come on, like comes like anyways. Those, those hey, moves were needed. Like I still I'm, believe you could have made better moves than that. Okay, okay. Basically. What move? Gallo, right yeah, I agree. They don't need Gallo. I agree with that. Yeah, you like you. But don't the have other to moves, Gallo. Rondo was a good move. Rondo's a good pickup, and I think Bogdan's a good pickup. And Chris, Chris Dunn, I think. Chris and, and well, Chris Dunn's a huge pickup. Bro, they made some pickup. solid moves. Chris Dunn was a, g- a great pickup. And don't forget, they traded for Capella last year. Exactly. So like, they, they, they got yeah, some. Good they moves, don't bro. need Gallo. Like, what is the point of having? Okay, him so on? is that the only move that y'all y'all are mad about? Just Gallo? 
Yeah, I think giving him twenty million dollars a year to take up. But they could trade him, bro. They could trade him anyways, bro. He, uh, yeah, he, I know. But he's most likely going to be on the team. He's this coming year. off the bench, bro. A, a bad defensive power forward that's coming off the bench that might not even play with Trey Young. That takes Why? minutes away. That takes minutes away from Cam Reddish. I mean, even when and even when he's there, even when he's there. Even when he's there, bro, they get their <coughs> offense. I'm not gonna lie; it's still gonna be really good because him. Even when Trey's off the court, bro, you could just put Rondo at the point and uh, Herder at the two, and then at the five you could have Capella. That's a really solid lineup to me. And then at the three, I would assume you put like uh, I still uh, think Reddish or Hunter if you want to. That's a good. That's a good lineup to me. It there is. are a lot of lineups you can do where Trey's just not on the court with Gallo. That's fine. And, and, and you're talking about you. You said, yeah, you want to get minutes for the young guys. Trey Young wants to win now. Those guys aren't helping them win now. So yeah, but based based on what you've seen, they okay. But having boy having boy on Rondo and Chris Dunn doesn't help you win. Like Gall- Gallo's the move that makes that helps you win. I mean, those those players can all help you win because they're all fixing a problem that you guys had last year. One of the biggest problems that problem you had last year was scoring. And they, brought it, and they brought in Boyan. Their offense was so bad last year, bro. So especially when Trae Young, when Trae Young was off the floor, bro, they were in atrocious offense. Even when he was on the floor, they were double teaming him and shit. Niggas couldn't make shots. Like, now he has dudes that can do that, right? And now they can prioritize winning. You get Cam Reddish over there. Cam Reddish is a good defender, but he's also a young guy who's going to make mistakes on the end of the floor, right? Um, DeAndre Hunter. I think DeAndre Hunter is pretty pretty polished on that end. Yeah, but, I uh, think he could take a jump to be like a borderline elite, if not an elite defender. <clears throat> yeah, he could definitely do that, right? But like, yeah, it's just like those other players that you got all can help you win right now, and it's just like that's that's on Trey Young because Trey Young wanted that. Exactly. We got him those dudes. We Dude. got them. So dudes. next year, if they're not in the playoffs, bro, Trey Young has to be ha- has to have the biggest uh. For, from responsibility, in my opinion, bro, because like you can't sit there and praise his numbers and then like he gets some offensive help and some defensive help and then sit there and say, oh, well, like the chemistry, the young players, blah, blah, blah. No, bro, that's excuses, especially because well, he team, wanted those guys. doesn't work, then what? Well, but don't that's know excuses because he wanted them, bro. We That's already like, know, bro. We already know Trey as the best player is going to get blamed. I don't think he should get all the blame. Is basically is what I say. Huh. As a best player on the team, you're automatically. I mean, get no blamed. player should get fucking all the blame. I'm not saying all the blame. That, that's I not know what you mean, but like, I'm just saying he should like, get. Like, he's not going to blame Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter, bro. Like, or you're not going to blame Gallo. Gallo's just a vet. He's chilling, bro. He's sitting on his money. No, he got the bag for show. I'll give you that. Boy, he's six ten, and now he's standing on that money, bro. Seven foot five, crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, that's that's enough about the Hawks. They don't deserve more than that. But uh, moving on to the next and final topic. So I was reading an article on the Athletic, and it's about uh, Mike D'Antoni, and apparently Mike D'Antoni was going to retire until he joined Steve Nash's uh coaching staff, and it led me to like ask the question. For this pod, this will be our final topic, by the way, and it leads me—it leads me to ask this, uh, this question: um, What are y'all's thoughts on Mike D'Antoni's career? Because uh, this might be his last stop as a coach, more than likely. 
because if he was contemplating retirement, I would assume like after this, you know, journey with the Nets, especially if they win a championship, um, this might be his last stop. So what are y'all's thoughts on the career of Mike D'Antoni so far? Like, do y'all consider it a success or do y'all consider it a failure? Um, it's kind of a hard question to answer, to be honest. Uh, the way I feel about it, if your goal is to win a championship and you like you didn't, then you failed. Like mm. that, that's just me. And obviously, and obviously, his goal was to win a championship because he was really giving star players to with the with the idea oh. in their heads and the organization's head that they were going to compete. And he failed over and over Which, and over okay, again. Let me ask y'all this: Would y'all? I don't like doing this, but would y'all blame like Steve Nash for like this uh, the Suns era? I would. I would. I do. Okay. I do. Because uh, he had, he, Steve Nash, similar to, (laughs) I I hate to bring this guy up again, but just like Trey, bro. Just like Trey. You want to know why those Suns teams underachieved the way they did? Because their two star players couldn't play a lick of defense. Steve Nash and Amari. Go back to all the, especially Nash, bro. Go back, but Amari was bad too. I'm not going to lie. But if, if you go back to a lot of those series, the guards used to kill them, torch the fuck out of them, bro. Torch the hell out of them. And I don't remember the game it was, but it was a really critical game. They were like tied 2-2 in the series or some shit. And Nash gave up an open three in the corner. I cannot remember the exact player series, but it was a playoff game and Nash gave up an open three. Nash's defense was just so bad. There was a reason he had to be that efficient, bro. There was a reason, you know? And that's why, like, when people be comparing Trey to Steph and Nash, I'm like, bro, like, those niggas are so efficient that their defensive lapses, it's it's less of an issue. In the case of Nash, you know, on the Suns, Nash had, those teams were too talented, bro. Very talented. Like, they had six man of the years. They had defensive player of the year candidates. They had a great uh, secondary star. Like, if Nash was the dude that people say he is, <laughs> He should have been able to get the job done, bro. This guy was get, let, letting Mike Bibby perform at an MVP level against them, bro. So, no. Yeah. A lot of that I put on Nash, in my personal opinion. Like, I I actually I actually agree with you. Like, and, and this goes all back to Dan Tony. One thing that people don't give him enough credit for is how, like, he brings like people always talk about how some coaches don't bring the best out of their stars. He legit extracts the best out of every star he has. Besides, like the only people that it hasn't worked with was like Carmelo Anthony and like Kobe. ISO but, guys. Yeah, like I, I like extremely mm-hmm. heavy heavy ISO guys. But the, the for the most part, most of the star that he's brought, they've been good players. Like Steve Nash, he's brought him up. He's 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 even like helped people Jeremy Lin. pass his terrible defense. Jeremy Lin, you know, Russell Westbrook had his best season this year, one of his best seasons this year playing with, under him. James Harden has been consistently good under him, and they and and, and it every time they've lost, <coughs> it's come down to something that I don't even think he can control, like players missing open shots, like one hundred percent, right? But that's because of his system, though. Like, he I, implemented that type of system. So he can control that. He could have made adjustments. They like could have been taking more mid-range jumpers. They were Not, literally make, not put- making adjustments is literally on you. Yeah, that's, that, that's on oh, him, okay, bro. Okay, okay. I have a question for you real quick, okay? 
Let's talk about the Rockets then. Who on that team besides James Harden and Chris Paul can you see are consistently good mid-range shooters? I mean, I don't know Eric Gordon's mid-range jumper nope. stats, but like Okay, but even James Harden and um, James Harden and Chris Paul weren't going for mid-range. James, James Harden was cooking with that system, so it didn't matter. Chris what Paul do you mean it doesn't cook? matter? If if Dan Tony tells him, Hey yo, I want you to start taking some mid-range jumpers. Like what you mean? You're gonna shoot them. Like I'm what, confused. What, what, what I'm saying is this: for James Harden, J James Harden shit, right? Uh, what's it called? Him like not taking mid-range jumpers. He was still cooking in that series, even in the fourth quarter. He was cooking, but, but they, they were still, still missing threes, though. And, and, the, and, and the people that were missing threes were the role players who have made their career off of only taking threes. You do not see Trevor Reza taking. But Harden wasn't taking jumpers. any threes, though. And, that's and, the point. And that's that's what I mean. This is what I mean. It was not affecting Harden's game. It was not forcing well, wait, him to make shots. But, but if Harden. Harden is the best player, bro. You're supposed to set the tone for your team. And if you're going out there, still taking threes like the rest of your teammates are, and you're shooting. But, but I get, shot. I get what I get what Jay Smooth is saying because the yeah, but that also is on D'Antoni's system. The reason why the organization built the team like that, like yeah, D'Antoni obviously has to say, like D'Antoni obviously has to say, like I want you to get guys that are gonna play defense and shoot threes because that's the system that I want. Okay, and um, if he was to get like. I mean, he got Russell Westbrook. He, 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 got, well. he, he got a guy that could take more mid-range and, and attack the rim more and another, like, playmaker right next to Harden. Okay, then look right? at CP3. Look at CP3. The next year, they turned that nigga into a spot-up shooter, bro. And, 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 I, and I agree. This is what happened. This is what all changed, right? CP3 started getting injured a ton, and they were like, you know, stuff was not working. So what they did is... They, they wanted to be high maintenance, they, bro. They they removed the pick and roll because they realized that that was making the offense more efficient. And also, when CB3 came back and Eric Gordon was back all into the lineup, their defense came back into fruition, right? But also, like, I, I'm... <coughs> this is what I get on D'Antoni more for in that offense. Although he was generating good shots. I'll completely get them generating good shots and stuff, right? Like, he, he, he's been a, a, he's a demon at that, right? The, the problem is the fact that players, there's no ball movement. That's that, no ball movement and lack of player movement. That's how I'll, I'll give them, I'll give them like, you know. And I'll he's a one trick player. pony. He's a one trick pony. You know that. Is he, is he a one trick pony? I, I, yeah. Yes. I it's, it's fan, tra, fa, fast paced three point shooting. That That's really it. I mean, he, he with Chris Paul, he was slow. He was one of the slowest places in the league. Yeah, but that's Chris Paul. I don't think that was because of Dan Tony. Dan Tony switched the system to that because no, I mean, but could, I, I don't he believe he could have just told Chris Paul to start running. But I don't believe that Dan Tony purposely changed the system. I just think Chris Paul, whenever he needed needed to slow the offense down, slowed it down because that's his play style. Hold up, hold up. What were what were the what were the Rockets the year before? What, what pace were the Rockets the year before? Uh, they probably were number one, if anything. No, they weren't. In twenty seventeen, I'm pretty sure we were. In 2017, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Any any team of Westbrook kind of gonna be up there. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure we were the <laughs> fastest based team in the league uh, that year. Let me see. Are you talking about 2017, right? Uh, yeah. I'm talking. I'm talking about 2017. Talking about the 60 win Rockets. Oh, they got 65 win Rockets. They were like, second. They were second. Are you talking about 2017? They were second. Yeah. Mm. No, they were third. Uh, but that's still oh. that's still pretty high. Well, but it's, it's, it's offense efficiency. My bad. They were they, they were third in pace. They were third in pace 
and it's yeah. that's kind of still pretty high though that's still pretty high that's that's kind of understandable though because uh you slow down the offense and stuff and there's like not much you could buy it there was much half court uh creation on that team till later but you have choker you have choker williams on your team so come on like that <laughs> okay but the question the question was do you find his career to be a success or a failure so based on everything that we just talked about like the goals mm-hmm. when I, I don't chip. know. You could say that though, but I feel like people are also forgetting like he influenced modern day basketball, bro. Yeah. Like he changed he changed a lot. So like in a way it's a failure because he didn't get a championship, but like it's a success because he left the impact that's going to stay with the league forever. Literally forever. That's true. You could say that Mike D'Antoni is the reason Steph Curry exists. You could honestly make that argument. You know? So Especially the small ball lineup that the Warriors run, like who made that a thing? Mike D'Antoni. He he put that thought out there to run somebody like a. That wasn't Mike. A, huh? That wasn't Mike D'Antoni. That what are you talking about? That was Mike. They, they were running small they, ball lineups. No, no, no. Before that, the the I think the TLC Warriors used to do it. Okay, but it wasn't sustainable, bro. They were an eight seated team that was a five hundred record. So like uh, Mike D'Antoni. D'Antoni was actually running a legit five out, and not only was he running a five out small ball lineup, but they were actually successful. They were a first to third seed for numerous seasons, you know, and he got Steve Nash a whole MVP, back to back MVPs because of it. So as far as I'm concerned, like, yeah, like D'Antoni, he really influenced a lot of the modern NBA. So to an extent, it is a failure, though, especially later on, like those years in Houston. Oh, disappointing, especially 2018 and 2019. Uh, actually, 27. Actually, yeah, all of the years were disappointing. <laughs> As a matter of fact, yeah, they were all the ending of the seasons. All of them ended in disappointment. 2017 ended I mean, in complete disappointment. Loser, it's always disappointing. So, I mean, like, I, no, but the fashions that they lost were uh, all disappointing. 2017, no Kawhi Leonard in game six. 2018, 27 missed threes in a row. 2019, no Kevin Durant and they lose game five and six. So, like, all three of those years. And then 2020, like, come on. Do I even have to explain that? Like, that was I'm mad, but I, I don't need I don't need no, honestly, I don't think this one is as big as a disappointment just because they were doing the whole small ball experiment thing. Which... Yeah, that's why it was a disappointment because they were experimenting something new and it was an abject failure. I think they did that because of Westbrook. Just saying. I don't care. Yeah. Well, they now they have, now, well, now they have Westbrook again and they're not small. So... Oh brother, we're gonna be back here having the same convo, Bino. Come on, you know that. When they're holding up, when they're holding up the Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, you're on drugs. <laughs> you're on drugs if you think that's happened. And wait till our predictions, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I but think I mean, a higher chance of them getting traded than that happening. So what's going to take some good basketball and like shoot forty percent from three and get traded? Yeah, and I go lie. Westbrook shooting. If Westbrook's shooting like forty percent from three, yo, I'm saying that man, he's out. I'm not even gonna lie. Dude, if, Westbrook, if, if Westbrook, if Westbrook forty percent from three, he'd be in the goat convo, bro. That's really it. <laughs> he, would. he would. He would. He would, bro. He would. You gotta keep in mind. Well, I, well, I guess it's shot shooting, IQ. You gotta keep in mind his free throw percentage isn't as good as it was before, and yeah. his mid range isn't that good. You gotta back up. Oh, oh I'm not. I'm not talking about right now. I'm talking about like if Westbrook had just. Yeah, no. If Westbrook in his prime was shooting like forty percent from three on the attempts that he was shooting, shit, <laughs> oh, that, that would just be insane. Uh, well, his IQ, 
and his shot, his playmaking. Yeah, God, bro, like he, he, yo, NBA teams would be forced to guard him, which means he could actually just blow by anybody. That, that yeah, because if you play up on Russ, he can blow by you, and then like, yeah, Russ, if he, if oh, if Russ had a, a three point shot that deadly, man. That'd be one of the greatest players I've ever seen. He already is, but you know, I'm just saying, even greater. He's the greatest brick I've ever seen, bro. No cap. Hey, let's let's load just tweeted something out about the Sixers, and I'm interested to to talk about it. Um, what he said say? he he asks he asks taking into consideration age, contract, fit, and talent, which lineup is better. And he brought up the 76ers team with Ben Simmons, JJ Redick, Robert Covington, Dario Sarge, and Joel Embiid versus. Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Danny Green, Tobias, and Joel. And so at mm. this point, we're seeing you think it's better. Because yeah. obviously, this is, this is going to be a big year. Especially, I say it's a big year, especially for Ben Simmons, because he mm. gets back to a team, a team that has <laughs> proper spacing. Yo, chill. <laughs> to me, those are like very, like, the talent is very similar. Yeah, it's comparable. Oh, to the me, options are the options are A, B, or the same. I probably I think I think this year though their roster is better than it was uh, in 2019 because people forget uh, they still got Shake Milton and Matisse. I think Matisse could uh, uh, translate into something. Uh, it kind of sucks that they got rid of Covington. Matisse is kind of like Covington, like 1.5. So like, um, yeah, I think that. Uh, if you give Ben Simmons, Shake, Seth, Danny Green, like they could really do some damage. It's just like they're not winning a championship or getting to the finals, regardless. So, I mean, let me not say that well, they, no, have no, they have a chance. They have a chance. They have a chance to get. To say, the I think. I think this is going to be the best. I think this is literally going to be the best team that they've had, considering that Joel's. I mean, Joel has injury problems, but it's not as bad as it is was back then. I will say if Joel goes down with an injury, and Ben Simmons is definitely way better defensively now than he was back then as well. Bro, but he hasn't got better at all on offense. I don't like. We know this. That's why they built a okay, team but, around. But him. you do know, player. you do know though. If, if Embiid gets whoa, <laughs> if Embiid gets hurt, like they're fucked because like Dwight Howard and and Simmons cannot play together at all, bro. I'm sorry, like that 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 is an awful fit, bro. That is a straight up terrible fit. Yeah, pe- like, people are people are voting A, but I don't think people understand that. Like, unless unless Team A is right now, but even then, Dario fell off. Where Roko got better, and JJ JJ is JJ. Roko Roko's still not. I don't even think he's still that good for the offense because he's people are just forcing. They're just gonna force him to create a shot, yo, and he's just gonna turn the ball over. Mm. And also, people are forgetting. People are also forgetting the Seth Curry. He he's not you know he he's a spot up guy don't get me wrong but he can create a little bit. No, I think team, I think Team B is better because Seth yeah Seth can create and so can Tobias bro. Yeah, Tob- and and Tobias can play the four. That's really the thing. Tobias is great at the four. Like people yeah. forget that. Like Tobias naturally can play his legit position, which is the power forward position. And like I I think the lineup should be Seth Green. Simmons, Tobias, and then uh, Embiid, and then on the bench you got Howard, Shake. Um, honestly, they could even bring Seth off the bench, but you probably want Seth with Simmons on the court. So, sure. um, 
it's just defensively Shake is better than Seth. Even though I don't even know how great Shake is on defense, honestly. But um, what do you say? I mean, anybody's better than Seth, honestly. Nah, I'm not sure about that, bro. Yeah, but Shake, Shake is a a, a great a, a spot up shooter last year. Um, I'm even looking at the numbers. Um, let me try to find them. But Shake, he came along really well at the end of the season. I think I don't know why people don't talk about him enough. Like he actually played really well and uh, spotted up very well for them at the end of the season. In the last 20 games before the bubble, this is insane. He averaged 13 points, three assists, three rebounds, shot 53% from the field, 51% from three on four attempts a game. So, like, he definitely can uh, fit well with that roster. So, I think uh, roster two um, or B is better. And this this is really their last chance. I even got a video on the six dropping. But this is their last chance, bro. Like, this is really it. If they can't get the job done this year, I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> I don't know. What to, it, it, it's yeah, definitely going to be time to break them up. Scene. They have to. Yeah. I, I, I was, I was going to say, like, even if injuries, but then again, like, if, if Joel gets injured, then I would want to ship him it. out. Yeah, I, exactly. I would, would want to ship him out. So, yeah. Like, because I, I know Sixers fans are going to sit there and say, hey, well, Simmons got hurt. And it's like, well, if that's the case, like, get him out of here because, like, like y'all don't never see, gonna, like, y'all yeah, don't see the pattern, bro. Exactly. The pattern would have been too much at that point. Like so. this is this is exactly what Sixers fans have wanted. Then um, I forgot his name, bro. They got a coach, Doc Rivers, better than. Hey, they, they got a coach, the GM, yeah. Maury. I mean, Maury came in and gave you guys exactly what you guys wanted. Exactly. So I think that this is their last season to try it out before you trade one of them. Brett Brown yeah. would have looked good with this roster too, bro. I don't want to hear it, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep saying it until the day I die, bro. I. I think last year was not his fault, bro. Like, there's literally no uh, the team really wasn't, there. bro. Yeah. No, nah, but he's the roster with. That, I agree with that. Man. I agree with that. Not gonna lie. Keep like Brett Brown's a little. Brett Brown's basic as a coach. Don't get me wrong, but like, come on, bro. Like, y- y- what can he do? <laughs> like, saying, what could yeah. he have done last year to to change their outcome? Like Ben Simmons' injury just sped up the process anyway. So. Like, no, Ben Simmons, if he stayed healthy, they would have lost because he's such a I also I also think the Jimmy the Jimmy Butler thing affected like his mm. status with the organization a little bit. Oh so, ben like, Simmons? No, no, I'm talking about Brett. So like Jimmy, Jimmy not wanting to be there anymore. One reason being because of Brett. And then so like they gave they gave they basically gave him one more year. Like I think it was one more year no matter what. I'm, so. I'm happy. I'm happy they didn't get Jimmy back because let's be honest, yo, Jimmy Butler, like them three, do bringing bringing back Jimmy over Tobias would have been. Ah, uh, actually, I don't know. I, I don't like it. I don't like it, bro, because it's just like. I mean, Jimmy shot 38 percent on like catch and shoots and spot ups last but, year, though. But, but with but, Philly, uh, with Philly, but like literally, bro. Like, do you see the fall off he had this year? Yeah, it was like, really come bad. on, dude. Like, could, could you imagine that? But dude? nobody saw him being that bad from three. This I mean, year. even in the playoffs, he was not good from three. The regular season, he was not. Bro, good forget that. Good From three. For who cares? Like, he was freaking carrying them on offense in the playoffs, like, bro. Like, I, I, what I'm saying, he is, was clutching up. Come on. Now. What I'm saying, exactly. Is he's not going to be a guy that you're going to be like, oh man, he's open. We're going to lose, but they're going to they're going to be fine with leaving him open. It means I get to help off Joel and beat or help when Ben Simmons is driving to lane. All right, and Jimmy will shoot that shit. And based on what we've seen, 
He'll probably make some of them. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> bro, J- you you, you get be, Jimmy Bowen wants to be a role player, but bro, they should have <laughs> went into that. They should have went into that off season with the idea of bringing back JJ and Jimmy over Tobias. Like if Tobias walks, fuck it, bro. Get some role players. I don't like, like the fit between J- Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Ben, and uh, what's it called? Especially, you just at that point. You're no, just no, like, I don't know. How, I don't know how you could not like that fit when that fit, that team was literally really good, bro. But Ben Simmons hey, and they and they were one good. and they were one shot and they were one shot away from making the Eastern Conference Finals. You're making you're basically turning Ben Simmons into nothing, yeah. All right, that's Brett Brown's fault for just taking the ball out of his hand. There's nothing you could do, bro. You put the he took it completely out of his hand. Literally completely out of his hand in the playoffs. It's not even like that was an adjustment. I mean, okay, you put the ball not even like that was an adjustment bro. he made during the regular season. He he no, did that during the playoffs. You, you know why they did that? Because they put the ball in his hands in the regular season versus the Raptors, and he was turning the ball over. He he was almost getting quadruple doubles. Hmm. Honestly, bro, uh, the Sixers. All I gotta say is this before we wrap this whole up. This is their last chance. I think we all agree with that, right? Yes, sir. Bye, uh, bye, Ben. The, I agree. Bye, bye, Ben. With at least those two, anyway. So, yeah, yeah. and even in Simmons, because like, I think people forget like Embiid, like he's about to enter his seventh season, and he's turning like twenty seven next year <coughs> or twenty eight. Like he's getting up there in age, and even Simmons, Simmons, it's uh, it, it seems like yesterday he got drafted first overall, but dude, he's entering his fifth season next year, bro. His fifth oh, season. Man. I know. It I know. Seems- it seems to me like this Harden Ben Simmons swap is just meant to be. <laughs> it might just like, be. Honestly, I wouldn't want Ben Simmons be if I'm the Rockets. It'll be, uh, you know, I would. Oh, okay, bro, you're smoking. You're tripping. You're tripping. You're tripping. You're tripping. You're tripping. Ben Simmons is literally like if he's not going to take a jump shot, what it like. Bro, he he's can be not a expanding five, his. Bro. He's he not expanding his offensive game, bro. He can be a power forward or a, or a center, bro. He can easily do that. I guess you can run him like that. You just gonna have to have all world shot creators right next to him just to make uh, him useful on offense. Forget all world shot creators, bro. He can just be a normal power forward, dude. <sighs> doesn't. You don't. You have mean to. like you mean like the Draymond role? But yeah, but a way you, better. So you're paying for Draymond Green? Oh, but a way yeah, better bro. version of Draymond, bro. A way he's better version. Come on, way better. Athletic that's a legit. He's, that's a, he's a, athletic, Jermon. There's nothing wrong with that. Honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Sure, he was the first overall pick. Sure, he's never going to be LeBron James. Sure, he's never going to be Magic, Magic Johnson. Johnson yeah. I know. I get all that. But well, like, Draymond this, attempts threes. <laughs> this nigga is holding himself back, yo. Like literally holding himself back because he refuses to take any jump shots, yo. Yeah, it pisses I, I me off, man. I like he, he he put himself so behind the bar because he didn't okay. What if he takes threes that? and he's shooting like ten percent? I'm not even talking ten. Like like, at least he's attempting some of them. You know what I mean? Like try. Okay, but what if he's missing? What if he misses all of them? <laughs> what you gonna say then? He's not gonna. There's no way he's gonna miss. He's gonna he's gonna shoot ten percent throughout a season. You know? I'm sorry. If he's gonna take some, he's gonna make some. At least I I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him a bar, bro. Bro, but, literally, bro, literally based on what he's seen. Like, what, what's his percentage on catch and shoot three? See, we can't even take that because it only takes, like, five a season. <laughs> so, so, like, we can't even look at that. But, like, I'm not going to say his three? jump. It's not even like he has a hideous jumper. Nah, that like, I just don't understand. No, nah, I don't say it's hideous. Nah, Dude, he literally looks like he's about to shoot it with his right, and then he shoots it with his left. So, yeah. I don't know. Simmons, uh, I, I see why he doesn't want to shoot threes. Can't. Were you <laughs> telling me you can't, you can't just... 
catch and shoot like three corner threes LeBron a game, bro. Got a LeBron release, yo. Mm. But uh, yeah that that concludes this uh, episode of the pod. This was a pretty good episode. Um, how many how much time we got? How much time did we do, Darius? Uh, an hour and forty two minutes. What? Oh, shit. Wow. Oh, but I, I didn't. Know. Yo, time be flying when we talking like this, yo. Yeah. yeah I love fact. it, yo. That's a fact. <laughs> but uh, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you give us a nice review and a star, and a star rating. Follow us on YouTube and uh, at the channel. The link will be in the description. And also follow our Twitter. Twitter will also be in the description. Um, y'all do good. Stay safe. Have a great day. We out, bro.